Hello, good evening, everyone. Welcome to Pinoy Cosplay Podcast, bringing together the Philippine cosplay community through our love of anime, cosplay, hobbies, and J-pop culture. I am your host for tonight, Nixta. And tonight is a very special live stream because we are traveling outside of the Philippines. We're going to visit uh, one of our neighbors in the south. Nicknamed the land down under, home to millions, tens of millions of kangaroos, probably probably poisonous animals, magpies, and drop bears. If you think that's real or not, it's up to you. We are going down under. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our guests tonight. I bring with I bring with you uh, an amazing lineup of Filipino. Australian cosplayers who are who have moved and found new life here in the land down under. So um without further ado, um I will introduce I'm sorry, I will let everyone introduce themselves one by one. So um get to know our fellow Aussie cosplayer friends from down under. I um I'll let um Saya welcome. Oh. Would you like to introduce yourself? Am I the first one? Yeah. Uh, um, hi. My name's Zaya. That's my real name. I share the same name with the League of Legends character for some reason. And I really hate it. And, um, what else? Um, I've been cosplaying since 2009, back in the Philippines, and moved here in Australia, like, um, 2018. Uh, yeah, so that's basically it. Ah. Oh, wait, so you moved here in 2018? I heard. Yeah, 2018. Okay, yep. so we have a sort of a newcomer, 2018. So... Uh, yeah. yeah, you can say it's a, it's a newcomer, but like, you know, yeah. I, I come and go in different countries, yeah. but like, yeah. Yeah. That... This, is, this is my permanent country now. Yay, Aussie, Aussie, Aussie. Hey. Okay, thank you for that introduction, Saya. Up next is um, Blue Tala. Tell us about Hi. yourself. When did you start cosplaying? And actually, where originally in the Philippines? Oh, sorry, no, sorry. When did you move from the Philippines to Australia? Okay. Yeah, so hi, I'm Blutada. Um, that's just a handle I use for my cosplaying as well as art. Uh, you can call me Nadj. I started cosplaying around 2012 or 2013, and I just recently moved here to Australia, actually. I just got here in 2019 before COVID started. So, yeah. <laughs> ah. Um, so, you, you're actually been cosplaying longer than... Well, longer than me because I started in 14. And um, at that time, I wasn't even wearing makeup. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, I started in 2014, but it wasn't until 2018 or 19 when I actually started becoming serious with it. Like putting oh, makeup yeah. on and and all that. I suppose, it, yeah. I suppose I just had to gain my confidence for a for for a few years before I'm, I get to do that. But anyway, thank you for that introduction, Blue Tala. Or Naj, is it okay if we call you Naj? Yeah, yeah okay. no worries, just Naj. Okay, no worries. All right, next up, our third guest for tonight 
is um, Mario Sagi. Would you like to introduce yourself? Okay, yeah. Uh, hi, I'm Mari, and um, I've been cosplaying since 2019 because of actually the next two guests you're about to introduce. So they got they got me into it. So I haven't been cosplaying for very long, actually. And yeah, I think that's all about me. And I like to sing anime songs. Mm. So yeah, um, if some if you're following Mari's Instagram, you would notice a lot of anime songs. And um, yeah, um, so okay, thank you for that introduction. And as Mari mentioned um, just now, our next guest was the one who introduced Mari into, cos into the cosplay scene. Let's give it up for Nikes. Hello. Hello. Hi. Hi, everyone. Uh, I'm Nikes, uh, sometimes known as Nikes Ajo. Uh, um, I've been cosplaying since 2009 and but i've been on and off in cosplay so because studies work mm. and i just recently got back to it i think two years ago oh when we when we started cosplaying together here in australia yeah so that's it oh my god 2009 at that time i was only <laughs> third year high school and still in Pampanga, my god, um, almost 12 that's... years of cosplaying. I think you should be called that's... Tita. That's probably <laughs> showing my age. Oh my gosh, I realized that. You're like one of the Titas in, in the cosplay. Yeah, we're, we're like one say. of the Titas now, Nick. We're like 2009 people. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, also... Um... Jesus, we're like senior citizen. Yeah, mm. we, we get to, you're entitled to twenty percent discount on conventions. <laughs> That'd be nice. Yeah, y'all guys are babies. <laughs> and well, thank you for that introduction, Nikes. It's nice to know that you've been you you have a lot of experience with the cosplay scene, and I would assume in, more in the Philippines because you um you moved here. Sorry, when? Oh yeah. Um, I moved to Australia in 2016. Oh, yes. 16. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So that's around five years. Well, thank you for that mm. introduction, Nikes. And um, our fifth and but not, uh, sorry, not last, but certainly not least uh, mm. guest is uh, JQ. JQ, introductions, please. Hey, guys. I'm Janine. Uh, JQ because J9Q. So JQ. And I've been cosplaying since 2017. Actually got into it because of a webcomic called Homestuck. And I really oh. liked one of the characters there. And that was the first one I, I dressed up as. But then when Nika came to Australia, she just converted me. She's like, I need a Nezuko. I need, I need someone to cosplay <laughs> with me, take photos. So I got into it because of her. Um, fun fact, because of my cosplay, um, an art gallery manager actually came up to me during COVID and asked me to run some workshops for kids. So she let me cosplay and teach art at the same time. So that's a fun fact about me. Ah, interesting. Yeah. Like at least, uh, sorry, was this during COVID, is it? Yeah, so when there was lockdown and then um, we could go out a little bit more last year, um, I would run these manga workshops so I would teach kids in groups of like six how to draw 
And mm. I did all my promotion, everything by myself. And it was really fun. Ah, that's nice to actually have like, yeah, to actually have something to do while COVID at the same time expressing something that you love doing to kids, mm. sharing the love, sharing the, you know, sharing the, this wonderful experience. That's well, thank well, thank you for all the introductions, the amazing introductions that our wonderful guests have introduced. I'm sorry, I've given to us. Sorry, I'm a bit nervous right now, but I'll try my best. So mga Pilipino nating viewers, don't worry. Um, maganda na lang kayo ng tissue if sakaling manosbleed kayo. <laughs> so... Because there's going to be a lot of English, a lot of Aussie in here. But again, most of us are Filipino-Australian cosplayers. Some of us moved here at a young age. Some of us moved here just recently. And some of us, I don't know if some of us were born here, but yeah, we'll get to that later on. So um, let's, um, let's start our program now. Um, so, of course, we're... The reason why we're all there's plenty of reasons why we Filipinos are here in Australia. It could be our families are here. It could be that we're studying. It could be that we're we're working. We're looking for a better life overseas. So our Australian story is the part is the is our very first topic for tonight. I'll share just a really short um. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I'll just share the, my really short Australian story. And it started in 2012 when my dad got a job here in, in first in Perth and then he moved to Sydney and he managed to get us here. It was a struggle because as migrants, we're not entitled to the same benefits as Australian citizens. But through hard work, determination, perseverance, we made it. We got jobs, we met new people, we made our mark in our own cities, we got ourselves some hobbies, for example, cosplaying. To some of us who started cosplaying here in Australia, uh, we got jobs, we became Australian citizens, well, some of us are Australian citizens, and yeah, I mean, there's not, like, I suppose there's nothing really big about me. Because we just moved here, that's it. Work, work, play. <laughs> but I, I think most of us would have some interesting stories to share. Even if you even if you grew up somewhere else, not in the Philippines or in Australia, maybe if you want to share that as well, if you have any time outside of those two countries. So um, I'll hand over um, the baton to Janine. <laughs> I'll let you start your Australian <laughs> story if you want to. Um, so sure. basically, um, did you, were you born here? Did you move here at a young age or did you move here recently? So I was in fact born here. My parents moved um, back in 1989. So they were young adults and they started from scratch. Um, I was pretty much raised here, but they would send me to the Philippines probably like just as a kid. And I remember um, I stayed with my grandma and grandma so long that I actually didn't recognize my own parents when I came back to Australia. 
Oh, <laughs> like, oh that's not my mom. I like started crying and I went to my Lola. I'm like, who's this person? <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, my, my parents, they started from scratch here and they, um, they raised me. I pretty much went to school here. That's why I've got like this Australian accent. Ah, okay. yeah. yeah. I think most of us who moved to move moved to Australia at a very young age would already have adapted the accent and would grow with that. So, and um, so you were originally in the Philippines. Where your family from? So on my dad's side, I'm from Baguio. Mm -hmm. um, it's really funny because I met somebody uh, just last week. Um, because my dad's side of the family is like Tabora clan and it's yeah. quite a big family up in Baguio. And then I happened to meet somebody who was literally across the road from me where the ice plantation was. Like she pulled out Google Maps and she showed me, is this your house? I'm like, that's mine. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, they're up in Baguio, Quezon City. And uh, my mom's somewhere in Ilocos, but I haven't been to her province yet. So mm. not sure. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so yeah. In saying that, have you been to to the Philippines at least once in your life? Yeah, of course. Um, been to uh, I used to go down to Cebu quite a lot, mm. and we used to we used to go to like Bohol, Busuanga. We've even been to Koron, and that was like the most beautiful place. Just island hopping. Ah yeah. Um. There's this place called Buswanga Bay Lodge, pretty nice. And it's just overlooking the lake. Mm. And then from there you can go islands, yeah. islands, islands. Yeah, I know Koron. I haven't been there. It's always has been on my bucket list. But every time I go to the Philippines, I end up not going there. <laughs> so, um, yeah. Well, okay. So the next question would be, in regards to your upbringing here, were you brought up in a strictly Filo household, like parents forcing you to speak in Tagalog in sometimes or like that? Or have you adapted to Aussie culture? I think you can tell I've pretty much assimilated, but my parents are still very strict. There were no boys allowed in my room or even the house. Mm. Um, I wasn't allowed to be outside after 10 p.m., and it's really funny because, um, so my mom's actually half Chinese. So I wow. didn't know this about myself until I was 22, that um, some things that I grew up with, like my family playing mahjong, uh, my family celebrating Chinese New Year, having red pockets every year. Uh, that was Chinese. I thought it was Filipino for a little bit because I grew up here. I didn't know. And it's really funny because I had a driving instructor and uh, he was just speaking Cantonese to my grandpa randomly. I'm like, how come he can speak so easily? He's so talented. And my mom's like, oh, it's because he's Chinese. I'm like, what? Are you serious? <laughs> I had no clue. <laughs> when were you? Yesterday years old when you found out about it. <laughs> oh my God, we're playing mahjong. I'm like, yeah, this oh, is God. a Filipino thing. <laughs> Uh, they're like, boom, <laughs> <laughs> Well, there you go. The more you know. Um, well, some of us would be aware, would be familiar with, yeah, with the Chinese New Year and the and the Ang Paos, 
those red envelopes mm-hmm. you get every Christmas. So, in a way, a bit of Chinese culture is embedded into philo culture. And um, even the superstitions that we do, we throw money on the, on the house every New Year. Don't take a shower when on, on during the night or at this certain time because it's bad. Something like that. Most of it, most most of these superstitions, some like I I personally still do a few of them. <laughs> if if I'm walking at the night, I would say tabi tabi po. Out of out of nowhere, I would say it. So. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you for that um, uh, introduction. Um, Janine, are we okay with calling you Janine? <laughs> you can call me Janine. Okay, no worries, Janine. Okay, so our next um, Aussie story will come from Nikes. Me? Okay. Yes. Um, where do I start? So, so... Um, so you m- mentioned that you've recently moved to Australia. So you have grown up you've grown up in the philippines you probably spent your childhood there what does it like where in the philippines did you hail from and how Mm -hmm. was your childhood there was it a good one i mean some of us would probably have some not really nice ones but how yeah how how was your childhood there okay um so yes uh i am from cagayan de oro so hello to everyone who's from Cagayan de Oro. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm Bisaya. So that's why I guess my Tagalog is not the best. <laughs> I mean, I of course, it's all right. I studied it, but my grades were not the best. And um, let's see. So my family is actually, I actually grew up in, no, sorry. I was born in Manila, in Quezon City. Um, and me and my family moved when I was three years old, just because my dad's like grandparents or his side were from, um, oh gosh, I'm, I'm having a mental block, but <laughs> yes, yeah, somewhere, then, somewhere, in, it's not in, um, Cagayan de Oro, but somewhere close. And, um, my mom is from Davao. But yeah, so my, yeah, uh, on summers, we would go to Manila often because my cousins, um, on my dad's side, my cousins were all there. So every summer, um, I'd see, I see them off, um, I see them. And, uh, it's actually because of side of the family that I moved here because, um, I have relatives here. My cousins and my uncle are here, two of them, Mm. two, yes. Yeah. Two of my dad's brothers are here. Ah. So, so um, um, yes, I guess like I've been cosplaying, yeah, in since I guess first year high school, uh, no, first year college. Um, back when you'd have to improvise with costumes, like you just mesh mesh everything together. Like if you, it's a school uniform, ah, oh, that kind of looks like a school. Like you go to Ukai Ukai, right? I don't know if yeah, yeah. everyone's yeah. Oh. So you go to Ukai Ukai, get like a get a skirt. I was like, oh, this is a good deal. Like 10, 10 pesos, nice. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, I'd be like, uh, there were no wigs yet. I mean, there are like the ones on mannequins in Gaisano, and um, they were the shiny ones. But for me, like seeing a red one was already like holy grail. <laughs> 
And um, yeah, uh, I guess, yeah, so most of my friends, both like uh, my uh, school friends and my cosplay friends are all um, in Cagayan. Uh, some of them have moved to different places here and there, but yeah, majority, like I really miss seeing them, actually. I've been telling them that I'll see them as soon as COVID is done, but I don't know when COVID's going to end, <laughs> honestly. All right, thank you for that. And um, yeah, to um, Nike's friends in CDO, don't worry when COVID ends and it's safe to fly back, then yeah, we can all fly back there. Well, I'm planning to on April, but we'll see if by that time the situation would be good. Yeah, <laughs> hoping for the best. Now, um, yes. So, um, so our next um, Aussie story will come from Saya. Saya's story is quite interesting because you spent a couple of years not in the Philippines and not in Australia. So, would you care to share us? <laughs> Or if it's okay, uh, if, you, if, 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 if you don't want to, yeah, it's okay. I'll share it, I'll share it. <laughs> I like to keep everything mystery about me, you know? It's just like, it starts with a little bit of mystery. Okay. okay. But, yeah. It's not really that interesting, though. All I did was just, like, come in here. Like, I just graduated with my IT course back in the Philippines. So, and my parents were like, Hey, Zaya, where do you want to go? What do you want to do with your life? And I was like... Uh, I don't know. And then my boyfriend came in. My then boyfriend came in. And then he's from Australia. So I was like, hey, mom, I want to go to Australia. <laughs> and then that's, I mean, basically that's how it is. It's not that interesting, to be honest. <laughs> no, but, but, no, but yeah. at least I suppose it's a, it's a interesting love story. Uh, right. really would, it be, would, it, would it be a good love story? Would it be a, would it be a fairy tale? No. <laughs> well, the thing is, we met through a video game. I got lost in the OC7, and then, yeah, just, <laughs> that's it. That's how I met him. And then I was like, being, you know, uh, what, what do you call this? Uh, I was single. I didn't know what to do with my life. <laughs> I, I just graduated. So I told my mom, hey, mom, let me go to Australia. And my mom was like, Okay, and <laughs> yeah, <laughs> basically she she just like kicked me out of the house. Wow, I I, I wish uh, I, w I wish most Philip parents would be like that. They'd say yes to no, the, something. Yeah, that's the do. thing. Yeah, that's the thing. We don't we don't really follow the usual Filipino um the usual Filipino tradition because you know I'm not that like we're a mix of cultures in my place. Mm. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's it. Unless you you want to know something else, that's basically my story. Well, I think. Well, <laughs> I don't well, know what to say about myself. Well, I think that's the that's I think that's the interesting part of your story. So you met your your fiance f through video game. No, I wish everyone. No, every, I wish everyone. He's my husband now. Oh, oh wait, there you go, everyone. Wait, I, I thought you knew. I thought no, you no. knew he was my husband. No, no, I wasn't sure if you wanted everyone to know about it. No, 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 no. Now, cats under the bag, ladies. That part, I want to know. Ladies and gentlemen, Saya <laughs> is already married, so um. I proclaimed it on Facebook. 
He's my husband. <laughs> <laughs> it's not on your Facebook, is it? I don't. I'm not no, even it's sure. It's all over my Facebook. It's all. It's, well, it's not in my status just because I'm oh, not yeah. too lazy to update my profile. Yeah, that's yeah. basically yeah, it. Yeah, I was gonna say that. Like, it, it's not. It's not. It's not. It, your profile doesn't say in a relationship or something. So I. <laughs> Uh, well, someone just asked in the comment section, tell us about your cosplay husband, though. So basically, oh, he's yeah. obsessed with, yeah. He's, um, all I can say is he's basically obsessed with Zaya. <laughs> so, you know, the correlation now. You, you kind of know how it goes from that. So, um, yeah. yeah. If you're friends um, with Zaya on Facebook, yes, I'm, I, yeah, you can probably check out all the ama- all those pictures of <laughs> them. And it's not really that <laughs> And I'm not saying stalk her. I'm not saying that, okay? Yeah, no, you know what? Just feel free to stop. I'm fine with that. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for that. Thank you very much for that um, story. And um, let's move on to Mari. Mari, would you like to tell us your Aussie story? My Aussie story. All right. So similar to Janine... I migrated to Australia at a really young age, like three years old. So I was born in Philippines, but I grew up in Australia. But I was already talking Tagalog in the Philippines, like when I was like before three years old. So that's why my accent is is like not fully Filipino, but not fully Australian. Like some people say it's like kind of blended in a way. Um, And it just stayed like that. So, yeah, I migrated here when I was three. And um, similar, my my parents started here from scratch, like um, first-generation migrants. And um, I haven't been to the Philippines that much. Like, I'd return... So I came to Australia when I was three. And then I'd return, like, in maybe, like, seven-year gaps because... My parents, actually, they send home um, money to, like, relatives just to help out with um, finances because, um, yeah, but my other relatives, uh, you know, you make more money in Australia and they struggle as well, like, with schooling and stuff. So that's why, um, like, we couldn't go back to the Philippines a lot. Um, so, yeah, I come back, like, when I was seven, then come back to Australia, and then the next time I came back, I would be like 13, and then come back to Australia. Then the next time I came back, I'd be like 17. Mm. And um, after I graduated from year 12, so that's the last year of high school in Australia, um, I stayed in the Philippines for a gap year because back then, I can't explain myself. Like, I don't know what I was thinking, but I wanted to be a nun back then. And so I was really set on um, being a nun at uh, the Port Clare Monastery in the Philippines. So I stayed there and um, yeah, like with the nuns. And then I just decided it wasn't for me. And then I came back to Australia, um, did my uni. And last year I finished uni and now I'm here. Ah, so you spent a bit of a bit of your life in there in a way, like not as visiting, but trying to probably start something in there. But as you've mentioned, it wasn't your thing, so you came back here. 
Yeah, like and I experienced a lot of Filipino culture um, within that within that year as mm. well, like like taking jeepneys. Ah. Uh. Uh, and now I know ukai ukai and they're like different things. So, and my par- my grandma uh, like raised me up differently than I'd say um, like my parents raised me in Australia. So, I experienced different kind of things. <laughs> Nick, where are you? I'm coming back. I'm coming back. We need some mana. My camera just froze for a bit. No, um, yeah, for some reason my camera shut down and I'm trying to fix it again. So give me a few moments. I don't know what's happening. Uh oh. I'm looking at the comments and like Umer said hi Mari who I never met before. <laughs> huh? Yeah, sure Umer. I don't know if he's here anymore. Uh, oh wait, sorry. My camera's oh, you're small. Oh, no. I know. I gotta make it big. Let me just restart the camera. I'll be back soon. Oh no. There we go. There we go. Okay, speaking of Yak, I think we should read some comments. I forgot to mention that we have some audience watching us, so um yeah, let's read a few comments here. Um, let's start from the beginning. Um, some people are, someone's asking, oh, Juries, is, is Nick still cosplaying Langa? Yes, you're right, I'm cosplaying as Langa from Skate Infinity. Um, I have, a, interestingly, a skateboard here. Saya, do you recognize this? Hey! This is a... Hey, that's a skateboard I gave to you! This is Yeah, that used to Saya's. be my skateboard. Yes. Thank you for this amazing gift, Saya. She sent it to me. And, uh, yeah, I said it I'm... so Nick can break his bones. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to practice. <laughs> I'm going to start practicing. I've been practicing and I've, and I've been falling off, so. Feels good, huh? Uh, in a way, yeah. Feels good breaking <laughs> your bones. Yeah. So, um, I need a translator. Uh, Umar said, yeah, I think only Zaya can see the comments. I think everyone can see it. Um, hello, uh, f- this is from Michelle May Dangazo. Does anyone know that person? For Nikes, hello Nikes, beautiful as ever. Oh, that's very sweet. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if most of the people in here would, you would know, pro- like you would know from back in, back there in the Philippines, but hello everyone. Hello everyone watching the live stream. You Tachibana, yay, I'm here to support Nikes, Ojo. Oh, all the way from Japan. Oh, thank you. My friend um, here in Sydney, Anthony, says teach and cosplay at the same time. Man, that is cool. I think that's for Mari. I think. Is it? <laughs> I think that's for Mari because you're you you teach. Yeah, right? I teach right now. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's really amazing. I know a few cosplayers who are also teachers, so I'm. Just not sure if they've if their students have seen them in cosplay. So yeah, um, Mickey says if Nick breaks his bones, we know who to blame. Saya, it's your own fault. You're the one who breaks your own bones. <laughs> I know, I know. Don't blame me. I only gave you the skateboard. And I just saw you replied to that comment. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so anyway, moving on, continuing on our Australian story. I think we still have, we are yet to hear um, Blue Tala's Aussie story. Yeah, yeah so 
I, I would say it's not really the most interesting because, um, yeah, so most of my life I grew up in the Philippines. I'm from Davao. Um, my Visaya is not that good. <laughs> That's all I can say. But I can understand. Um, so my mom has actually, she's a nurse. She's been here for six years before we got to go here to Australia. So I started like cosplaying in all my most of my life. Like I have most of my friends back in the Philippines, back in Davao. And uh, yeah, I just got here. Um, I finished year 12 and I'm like starting, I just started out uni this year. Not much, <laughs> but yeah, pretty much. Just migrated recently. Mm. So, mm. so okay, so we've got two people here from Davao. Oh, sorry, from Mindanao. We've got someone from Davao and CDO. I forgot where Janine and Mari were from. Sorry, Janine, where were you from again? Where were you based? Um, Baguio. Baguio and Mari? Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> uh, Laguna. Laguna. Oh, okay. So we've got a few ones from Luzon. And we've got one from Visayas. Am I right, Saya? Yeah, boy. Yeah. Make us baby. <laughs> so we're, we're all, we're, we're, each of us is part of each of the three major regions in the Philippines. So, yay. <laughs> <laughs> and now um so um sorry when did you move again um ja uh, nash to australia um 2019 june 2019 oh my god really you're you're like the latest amongst all of us <laughs> yeah <laughs> Ew, yes <laughs> You know, people can still tell every time I'm working, they're like, what's your accent? I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm from the Philippines, not from here. Yes. Well, uh, well, I think, I think, I think a welcome um, is, um, I think there should be a welcome here. So welcome to Australia. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. So, yeah. Um, well, thank you for that. I think I might have met, I want to share a bit as well. I think I might have missed something. My time in the Philippines. I was born in uh, Taguig City. And a week later, me and the family moved to Pampanga. So, I just spoke in. No. Yeah, I just spoke in Kapampanga. That's why. I got 50% of that. I was like, what? I short circuit for a little. <laughs> so there you go. Um, yeah, I moved here to Australia in 2012. And um, trust me, I cried for one month. Oh, yeah. that's relatable. Yeah. <laughs> but, but of course, you have to. <laughs> Yeah, but, but of course you have to you have to move on. You have to build your life here. And now we we na lang sa Pilipinas. There's a few times that I go home to the Philippines three or four times a year. Oh, thank you. I'm, I'm there's that airline that does cheap flights. So thank you. Well, I'm sponsor sponsor. So you know what I'm talking about. Okay. So yeah. Um, that's it. Um. All right, so thank you for the your amazing Aussie stories, and um, so of course this is Pinoy Cosplay Podcast. It wouldn't be a Pinoy Cosplay Podcast without talking about 
our cosplay stories. Now we will now move on to that. Um, I, we, some of us, uh, yeah, we probably already mentioned um, along along our like along the way, like uh, how, uh, how when how we started cosplaying, but. I want to hear how was your um how was yeah how how did your families how did your relatives if, if or if you studied there in the Philippines how did they if they knew about it how how did they take it because I'm for example I'm the only one in my workplace who is cosplaying and it's I can't like if I tell them about it they can't relate so for you guys well, me, I didn't, because I didn't start cosplaying when I was in school, so uh, obviously I wouldn't have stories at that time. But you guys, did you meet your friends? Did you meet your, like, did you, is, uh, sorry, yeah, <laughs> I'm a bit nervous, that's all, please forgive me. But yeah, um, yeah, let's just, uh, let, let, let's know, let's um, hear your stories of how you started, how you went along and like that. Um, we'll start with Zaya. You, you, did you start cosplaying in the Philippines or here? Uh, yeah, I, I did start cosplaying. Like I said, 2009. I'm like basically your tita now. Um, we have two titas in here, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, go titas. Uh, yeah, yeah. We're like, we're, we're, we need a senior citizen card, I think. Um, so, yeah. uh, I think my cosplay journey started was when I, I saw like I was a really diehard fan of Naruto back in like um when I was still in high school and I and I really wanted to dress up like Hinata I was like I want to I want to be like her I, I want to have those Byakugan stuff and, and yeah. I didn't know cosplay was the term that time I just like I just wanted to have her clothes so like I went to my mom and I was like hey mom my, because my mom is like a like she's really good at sewing it's like one of her hobbies and I just went to my mom and I was like, hey mom, uh, <laughs> can you sew me this thing? And I, my mom was like, Hi. and I was like, no, <laughs> can you just sew me this thing? And my mom was like, but why? <laughs> so, so I had to have a reason for like for her to sew that Hinata costume thing. And then after that, like, my mom, I, I just basically asked my mom every day, Hey mom, can you sew me this costume, please? And then basically she just gave in, and then she, like, sewed that Hinata costume, and then I finally got the Hinata costume, so, like, and then I was scrolling the internet, and then I saw Jin, you know, Jin behind Infinity. Yeah, I, I saw, oh, saw yes, her. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes. That. I saw her Naruto cosplay, and then, like, that's when I knew cosplay is the term for it. And then I saw Jin's Naruto and I was like, oh, she, like, at that time, I didn't know Jin was actually a girl. I thought he, I thought Jin was a boy. <laughs> and then I saw her cosplay like, oh, I want to be like that guy. I, I, I want, I want to, I want to meet someone like him. And then, yeah. And then coincidentally that year, that was like 2009, like an event in Bacolod started, which is called Anbu Fest. I, I don't know. I think Naruto was just like so hyped that year. And then, yeah, I 
And I had to like drag my mom. I was like, "Mom, come with me!" And my mom was like, "No, you embarrass me. Just take the." And I was like, "Mom, come with me, please. I want to go to this movie. I want to read all these Naruto and stuff." And I was like, and my mom finally gave in, and she was so bloody embarrassed because <laughs> like I was like I was doing this like. Hey, uh, and I was like doing all those Naruto like hand signs, and she was just like, oh, oh boy. And then yeah, but eventually though, my mom just kind of like, uh, she kind of like just softened up a little bit. She started enjoying sewing costumes, and yeah, and my dad was like, he likes taking photos of me, but that's it. It's he just likes taking photos of my costume, and he like. Shows it to his friends and all that, and yeah. After that, I had to like I've been cos like it was just continuous ease of cosplaying. To be honest, I didn't have any rest time or anything. I went to like several events back in the Philippines, and then that time, like when I met my now husband, like I guess I ha- I had a rest for one year. That was like back in two thousand eighteen because I had to like do all of my visa. And all of that by myself. I didn't have like any like any assistance or at all. I was doing everything by myself, and like so yeah, I had to rest for a year. But after that, like I kind of just like started going in conventions with my husband, mm. and then a year after that, that's when I met you, Nick, because of the persona cosplay. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah, that that was like the first um, cosplay group that I had here in Australia. And that's when Nick actually introduced me to like other cosplay people as well. And after that, like, yeah, it's because of Nick that like my cosplay circle in here just kind of grew. Yeah, thanks, Nick. Uh, there it is. Um, <laughs> you can see um Sai's photos of her cosplaying here. In, oh, this is Australia. Yeah, this is. Yeah, that, this that is, was. Yeah, this is in Australia, and you do have a few as well in the Philippines. Um, yeah, that's all in Australia. Actually, um, yeah, that that photo in like the, um, down right side. That was like the first, the uh, first few hours of me and you meeting. <laughs> yeah. In person. I remember that. Wait, yeah. How, wait, how, did, like, how, how did we meet again? I'm trying to remember. Was it through a group or like? Yeah, because like uh, I posted in like the Sydney cosplayers group. I was like, oh, hey, okay. I'm I'm get. I'm gonna go in like Supernova as Joker with his brother Kirby because I was referring to like Super Smash Kirby and yeah. Joker, you know, being that meme where like they're brothers and like their mom is Bayonetta and oh, kind of like that. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I posted that in there, and then I think it was Lisa who added me in like the Persona Cost group. Oh yeah, I remember. and yeah, I, I, I organized yeah. one. I think I remember. Um, a few of us organized a group for Supernova 2019 and you saw it. Oh, wait, wait. Uh, sorry, we saw your post and then we invited you to it. Yeah, you yeah. That's it. And then that's how like my cosplay circle just kind of grew from that point on. And then, yeah, I started meeting a lot of people because of Nick. I was very <laughs> shy. Well, I'm glad that it's through me that you have met a lot of amazing cosplayers and people here in in Sydney. So even though we're not cosplaying, we could we could go out in the city and just chill. Yeah. Just go yeah, around. Yeah, just basically explore, like explore geeking around. Yeah. And going to the bars, get drunk. 
shout at each other. True. What else? Yeah. True. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for sharing your amazing um cosplay story, um Saya. Now let's ask Blue Tala her cosplaying story. Since you started in the Philippines, who or what got you into cosplaying? So, like, of course, um, being, like, a huge anime fan, even, like, at a young age, I always, like, see these cosplayers, so I'm like, I want to do that. I want that to be me in the future. So, you know, my parents were a little bit, eh, I don't know, I don't know about that <laughs> in the beginning. But then, yeah, my first one, this is going to be a little cringy, <laughs> but Five Nights at Freddy's, me and my friends were, like, so into that. And we we wanted to like cosplay the human versions of these animatronics, so we bought wigs for it and stuff. Until we didn't really like push through that much until I transferred to my second high school. Um, that is when I met a really really close friend of mine. She's still one of my closest friends to this day. Uh, and then she I heard that she was a cosplayer. I was like, wait. That is so cool. Like, I want to be friends with you. So, good. I was pretty awkward, but good thing she was a bit more like um, friendly and outgoing. So she approached me and wanted to be friends as well. And I found out she um, cosplayed. Uh, she got me into Owari no Seraph. Um, oh. Yes, she's on the pictures. She's the Yuichiro, and I am the Asuramaru. Oh, and that is Wait, I'm sorry. yeah that is that's sorry. There you yeah go. and that is one of the um that's the first actual like big cosplay plan I've had and I was so genuinely inside excited about because I finally have some people who like want to do it with me and like mm. people who like understand like how fun it is and I eventually got some friends into it as well. And um, as time went on, like, I still continued events. I think around 2017, I stopped for a bit because I got a little busy with school. But before I left for Australia, I uh, the same friend, um, we organized a My Hero Academia shoot before I left. Uh, I was Kaminari and she was Tsuyu Asui. And basically, yeah, until now, uh, I still cosplay, and it's mainly because of her. <laughs> Not gonna lie. And yeah, now I still do it. I thought I was gonna stop because I was like, you know, I don't know people here who cosplay, but I eventually like got back into it, and yeah, I still cosplay until now. Mm. So it's re- it really feels good knowing that. There's some like, especially if you if you you and your friends are cosplaying on the same series, you can actually yeah. do certain scenes from the anime. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> exactly. See, that's the nice thing about having friends. Even even if they're back in the Philippines, it, it that feeling when you come when you come back there when you fly back there and you'll see them again, you get you get mm-hmm. that exhilarating. Yeah emotions exactly you're like oh my god you get to cosplay again together yeah friends yeah well thank you for that um oh, um cosplay story uh blue tala i'm sure your friends in davao 
are if, if they're watching right now, I'm sure they're all excited for you to fly back there when it's when everything's back to normal. Yeah. Okay, so um, the next storyteller that we'll have is Mari. Your cosplay story. Um, so you said you've recently started. So who? Uh, we know who got you into it already. I don't know where she is or Nike's or wherever she is. Up, she she's, is. She's, she's above you. <laughs> directly, she, <laughs> directly above you right now. So, um, so we'll just probably, since we already know who or what got you into it, and you, you said you recently started. So, um, we're just, we, we, we will now ask you, um, how many friends or how many people have you met through that? And, um, what, like what, um, yeah. So how many friends and, um, did it help you venture into other hobbies as well? Like, through, like, did cosplay help you f- discover other hobbies or other interests? Um, yeah, because like, if you think about it, starting at 2019 is weird because that's just before COVID, you know, you know, like 2020 yeah. came and then like lockdown. Mm-hmm. And then we all know how 2021 is right now in Australia, right? So... Um, so your question, how many people did I meet? Like, is that like, your question? Yeah. Like, did you meet a lot of friends in here? Um, and if like, um, how, mm. how, like, did you, yeah, like your, your friend, like your friends or anyone who's cosplaying with you now, do you tend to cosplay from the same series or do you tend to just do your own characters like that? Uh, to, to be honest, I think... If I cosplay, actually, because in 2020, that was a time I was looking for a part-time job. And I got one um, in streaming for a few months. Mm. So um, sometimes the only reason I'd really cosplay was for the sake of, you know, going on the stream or or just being with friends. But um, like... For me personally, I identify more with, um, like, ever since I'm young, I just really love music. So I identify mm. more like a musician than a cosplayer. But yeah. you know what? Like, that experience with Nikes and um, JQ, I don't know where she is again. Because, like, when we went to cons and we were cosplaying from the same series, like, I was Zenitsu. That was my first cosplay. And then um, Nikes was Tanjiro and... Janine was Nezuko like it was just it was just so fun you know just just something really chill with friends so I'm really kind of excited to have that again once lockdown ends um and also I'm not gonna lie because the app where I was um like contracted at as as a streamer was is something called Bigo and um on Bigo most of the streamers there at the time when I was streaming, um, not a lot of them were doing cosplay. So uh, it did help bring a lot of like traffic into my stream, I g- stream as well, I guess. Mm. Um, yeah, and it helped me build up the plat- platform as well. But yeah, the cosplay is just something that uh, I find is really fun with friends. And even in my own time, I try to do it, but... Yeah, I've, I've ever since 2019. I think I've only cosplayed like only three or four, more times. Ah, uh, 
Yeah. So I take it that you, in a way, even if you you cosplay less, you would still keep in touch with the community through your love of music, especially anime music. You tend to do. Oh, that's that's so true. Uh, you um, tend to do a lot of um anime covers. Yeah, actually, before cosplay, I already like anime. I just I the only cosplayer I really knew of was um Elodia because I don't know I'd go on Facebook. <laughs> When I was in high school, she'd be everywhere in the newsfeed, and then she'd be like, be like in her cosplay and looking so pretty. And I didn't have any friends or know anyone who cosplayed. And um, basically, back then, I didn't really have that desire to cosplay because I didn't even really know that it was like a thing in Australia, even. So I just buy buy like Naruto figures for my brother when he was like one and. Like I bought him so many, and then I was like trying to evangelize him into weed, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So so I did. I do love anime, like anime, but cosplay is just something that's very recent for for me. So um, yeah, I I find that a lot of people do like the um, when I cover cover anime songs, like do like the takes I do on them as well. Mm. But do you do you you do you think? In the near future, you would be cosplaying, even if not a I, lot. But you would probably do it every now and then, like with friends. Uh, yeah, with friends. Mm. Uh, probably the only time I'd probably be doing it would would be if, um, say, a group cosplay. So, I I'm not sure if any of my friends are watching this, but we have like an Attack on Titan one uh, next year, like a whole group. So oh, okay. yeah, if it's with friends, that's the when I'm most likely gonna cosplay. Mm, fair enough. Well, at least you have something. You have some, you've, you've already got something planned for next year. So 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 excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for that uh, uh, story, Mari. And um, again, um, so it's your mostly anime music, but at least it's your way of keeping in touch with our community. Yes. And also, if I if I if I may make a comment about that, your is it you or your brother trying to get you or him into? Oh yes, I I I got him um into Naruto, but right and right now his favorite is Death Note. Okay. And yeah, that's the other interesting thing I noticed. Like I found out recently, um, that anime is more mainstream now than before, right? Mm. Like it's like... more. The hype, like goes, people goes find strong. it less weird. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say, there's a word for that when you get someone into something. It's called lason. I don't know if people Lass- are aware of that. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what Nikes did to um, me and Janine? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically they lason, the lason kayo into doing cosplays. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I got a lot of friends in Philippines who are poisoning me with a lot with 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 different fandoms and sometimes i fall for it i got into twisted wonderland i think it's everyone's fault on facebook i got into genshin i promised myself <laughs> i promised myself like like since launch or yeah since launch that i'm not gonna play genshin and then three months later boom there you go <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, he's been po- wishing since. The power of last one is really strong, but yeah, thanks for that um, story, Mari. And Thank yeah, you too, dude. I'm looking for well, I've, everyone 
well, especially I am looking forward to seeing that Attack on Titan cosplay group next year. If you have a full group, that would be amazing. You see, almost every character. It'll be it'll be it'll be amazing to see that. Okay, so our next story, cosplay story, I think. Nikes, you're next. Okay. Um, so um, I'll try. Yeah, so <laughs> you started cosplaying in the Philippines. So who or what got you into it? Okay, I'll try to remember everything <laughs> since it's been a while. It's alright. Um, but <laughs> I kind of relate to Zaya because um, back then, um, cosplay was a thing in America. It was only very small in the Philippines when I first saw it. I was in high school. I wasn't. In, I wasn't cosplaying yet, and um, I saw like articles online on deviant art i was a big i was i was into art back then um not anymore because i'm i'm pretty rusty um but in deviant art i would see two famous cosplayers now and that would be Aloria and jin so jin are behind infinity so um i saw them i like i think i was in third year or fourth year high school and then I really I'd, I was like stunned because um, that was the era I was thinking like oh cosplay is probably not going to make it to Philippines or even if it is it's not going to have that big of an audience compared to America because in America I already saw like internet articles about Yaya Han and um, yeah so when when cosplay started um, like if more events started in Manila, I would kind of like wish like that we had one in in Cagayan de Oro. But in CDO, we're very small, and there was a time when we would buy like CDs, and CDs were were the only ways you can find anime or watch anime. I don't know if like you go to we have a divisoria in Cagayan de Oro. And I guess that's where you get your your anime from. Apart from like TV shows, like um, ABS and GMA do have them in Tagalog. TV5. But yeah, and TV Five. But it's very um, just the mainstream ones. And back then, I was very as a big fan of Naruto and Bleach. Though, so I was a very I'm still until today I'm a very big shonen fan <laughs> so i guess um when i saw Jin and alodia's cosplays i was really like inspired to do the same thing so i tried to get so it, i guess mari and janine were not the first ones but i tried to get my high school friends oh let's 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 do a cosplay because halloween was coming so there was a sm event halloween and I guess for me, since there were no events, that was the only chance that I could like dress up. But it was a competition, and um, I'm sh- and when we when we joined, most of the contestants were like either from like Resident Evil. I think there was one from Transformer and Avatar. Oh, uh, was Avatar then? Yeah, uh, yeah. I think that's what I remember. And um, my friend went as a um Misa from Death Note and I did um Orihime from Bleach and 
I think as mentioned earlier, wigs were very rare. And so I really tried to find a the right like kind of similar wig. So even if it was the shiny version I, that I found on Gaisano, I, I wore that. Um, and then I just meshed together like a costume, like her, the yellow jumper, the and then the, I think it was a gray skirt that I got from Ukai Ukai. So that's how I started. And um, in Cagayan de Oro, there's an organization, like a small org called Kagaya, uh, CD, CD Otaku. And um, some people there were already cosplaying, um, like from Ragnarok. And um, I think, yeah, definitely Naruto. So every year in my university, when I, when I, start, when I started, um, I was in college now. And in my university, we have what you call savior days. So I'm, I'm, I studied in Ateneo. Uh, in CDO and we have savior days and that's it's like a Matsuri kind of feel it's not in the shopping mall like the usual Mm. but we have like stalls that's from the school and then this org would host cosplay events and we would just Naruto run around (laughs) the um, soccer field and in the in the halls and back then I didn't think of it like oh it's oh my god like people are looking for me when I was dressed up as Hinata, I didn't have a care in the world. <laughs> so, yeah, um, which was really fun because I got to know more people who do cosplay. Um, and that was the time when I actually used my own hair for Hinata. So I I cut my own bangs and it wasn't even like, <laughs> it wasn't even straight. But for me, I guess that was that, that that was all right because I have wavy hair, so it kind of goes like that a bit. Yeah. But yeah, that was fun. Um, in CDO, um, cosplay was um, slowly but surely becoming bigger, especially now. Now it's like normal. Like it, there's so many talented cosplayers everywhere. But even in a small city as CDO, like there's really really great cosplayers for there. Um, I remember that when I was back uh, starting, my parents were not actually very supportive of my hobby. And I think a lot of the early, or even today maybe, like um, cosplayers are not supported by their family or, and they can only um, get that support from their friends. So back then I knew that like uh, when wigs started to become a thing, they were hella expensive in the Philippines. Like... Um, probably I can, I can still, I still know, and I'll tell you why later, but, um, uh, prices back then were like about 3000 for a, for a, for a, for a meek, uh, no, Luca, Luca from Vocaloid wig. And, um, that that was crazy because now like wigs are like what you can get a wig for like maybe 600, 700, some maybe at most a thousand, um, pesos. We're talking in pesos here. So, <laughs> yeah, that, no. Um, yeah, so what I did, because my parents weren't very, like, into that, because they found it kind of weird, and they were kind of worried that I'd get this, be, I'd be distracted from my studies. And I'm the eldest, so I'm kind of set, setting an example to my um, siblings. So um, what I did is, during that time, I opened up my own shop, 
for I think I opened two shops and uh, that was local to CDO. And I also I think I for a while I did get um, customers from all parts of um, uh, the Philippines. And through that, I kind of gauged how much and how prices are for costumes and wigs at the time. And um, yeah, so like even now, like I find that it's so easy and accessible to get everything. Um, but back then it was like really hard. You'd have to really wait like months just to get something in. And yeah, through that, through that kind of shop, I kind of, whatever I, the little bits that I earned, I would use that to, co- to, to kind of cosplay myself. Because again, like I said, yeah. uh, my parents were not that supportive. <laughs> and yeah, I guess here, I, they, they've kind of like, they're, they're kind of wondering why I'm still doing it because I am a bit older now. And I thought that I would kind of get over it, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I came back. So I'm always on and off. Like I've competed in CDO. I've competed in competitions, would you say? Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think there was one that I, so Torch, I don't know if everyone's no, everyone knows that, uh, tournament of champions cosplay. Um, I think I went to a couple of them and that's the reason why I go to, um, Manila for Cosmania. That was, um, I guess, the highlight of every every end of the year there would be a Cosmania event and my friends would like oh like I'll speak in Bisaya but they're like oh muadto baka sa sa Manila or are you going to Manila to take to do the to go see the event and yeah we go together yeah that's pretty much it until I think here I just recently got back to it um it's a bit uh, honestly, cosplaying is takes a lot of time. Like even putting this on takes a lot of time, but uh, yeah. it's very therapeutic, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> kind of like I think some of us can relate to that. If they're bored at home and they just feel like it, they would, you know, do a cost trial. They would do a cost <laughs> test in their room. Cost trial at like three a.m. Especially. Yes. especially Especially right. during, especially during COVID, when everyone's stuck at home, I'm sure a lot of us would still be ordering costumes that you can't even wear on cons yet. So yes, okay, so all yeah. that's all we can do is to like to wear them, uh, take selfies, post them on social media. At least, mm-hmm. at least you get to showcase it, even though it's not at a con, but still, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So well, we have a few photos of. You here in which convention was this, if I may ask? Um, I think those ones that you selected are all from here. In I think this was Smash bits yeah, and pieces, Smash yeah. and Oz. Okay. Yeah, Smash. Yeah, I think so. Mm. That's Nightmare right there. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, that, that is also one of my happiest moments. <laughs> Uh, because I actually really admire them, so yeah. <laughs> Every time I would meet Night Maya at a random con, I get like I get starstruck. Yeah, I, I want to approach them, mm-hmm. and I'm kind of scared. I'm kind of 
shy to ask for photographs. So yeah, I saw some... you once, Nick. You were really had... shy. You were <laughs> like had... fanboying so much. They, they, they had to give me a, 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 a they had to give me a confidence boost just to run. That's relatable. Janine did the same thing for me. Yeah. She's like, <laughs> I, I froze. I was like, I just want a photo, but they're just like, come on, just just go, just go. Oh, you don't want to go? I'll go. But yeah, uh, thank you for that uh, story. Um, yeah, to know that um, you've actually started your own shop in order to fund your cosplays. Not like back then, I would I would imagine it would be difficult because right now, on during these modern times, we have Shopee, we have Lazada. We have all these um, Facebook um, pages. Uh, what mm. do they call them? I've, I don't know if anyone has heard of the term "pasabay." Yeah, yeah, most of yeah, the, like right. like bulk buy through a shop mm-hmm. and all that. That's the thing now. Um, the, like back in the day, people would still make. And there's their own like cut off and stuff if you yeah. want to order yeah. wigs. Yeah, like that. And you have to order in like places and like Filipino online stores as well. Mm. You probably know which <laughs> online stores I'm talking about. <laughs> I mean, I mean, even now I would still order a few, even though I'm here. But um, mm. I get the I have them sent to my friends or to my family, and they're just gonna be surprised. Why is there another package here addressed to <laughs> Nick? Uh Tita, I ordered pala ako ng wig, Tita. I forgot to tell you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Again, very relatable. Because yeah. <laughs> look, look, we can't help it. Um, sometimes it's cheaper to buy stuff in Philippines, knowing that you will be flying there soon or anytime. Mm-hmm. Back like like back then before COVID, so you would do that. But yeah, it's still cheaper there, so sometimes we do that, and it's easier if you know someone in there that you really trust. That yeah, you can have you can have like get get them to hold on to your stuff. So yeah, thank you for that um that for that story. And um finally, um Janine, your cosplaying story. Um was it also Nikes who got you into it? Actually, I did a bit of cosplay before Nikes came okay. because I joined this website. I don't know if anyone else signed up to it, but it was called Gaia Online. And it was basically like an anime forum where people around the world just geek around, role play, and they would dress up these cute little avatars. And I would go nuts on those avatars. I'd buy all the nice things with gold and dress it up in all these fantasy items. Mm. And then one day I just wanted to like dress up like that. I wanted to look like a doll. So um, I think actually my very, very first cosplay was Misa Misa. Because that was back in high school. Here in Australia, you couldn't find any anime-related things because it wasn't popular. So I went to these, like, it's it's like the Aussie ver- version of Ukai Ukai. It's, it's called St. Denise, St. Vincent's. And so I would get, like, um, these, like, old Victorian-type things. I would get my ponytails up like that. And I really, really loved it. I didn't really look like the character, but I had my own version of it. Um, the next time I cosplayed, it was a convention, um, called Smash, and yeah. somebody asked me to dress up as Tony Tone Chopper in Time Skip because I'm so short. I'm actually, if you see me in real life, I'm, like, shorter and shorter. But, um, so yeah, 
I I dressed up as Tony Tony Chopper and I made my first um, ever top. So that was the first time I ever sewed something. I'm not very good at it, but I was dedicated because like I'm like the con is coming up. I gotta show up. So that was <laughs> that was what kind of motivated me to start cosplaying. Was that there were these anime events, and at the time Australia wasn't really a place that really embraced Japanese culture. But um, a couple years later, I I, I kind of stopped because I had to go to uni, and it was very stressful. Yeah. So I didn't have time for that. But then Nika came along. She was actually my cousin's cousin, so ah. <laughs> that's how we met. Like we were very awkward with each other at the start, and then she, like when I found out she cosplayed, we're like, oh my gosh, you have to show me. And then she actually entered all these competitions, and I was a bit like starstruck. I'm like, wow, I'm in the presence of someone great. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then um, she she showed me like a new anime at the time. I think it was Demon Slayer came out, and she was like, oh, why don't you be the Nezuko? Because you're very <laughs> you're very Omoto, like the the little sister. And um, that's actually when me, Mari, and Nika actually got together and we did group cosplay. So that was the first time I'd ever done group cosplay. Before it was just like individual, go to a convention, it was like Halloween. But when we did like a cos test together, we were even acting like the characters a bit. Like I was holding up Mari's cape and she was like closing her <laughs> eyes. I was simping for her. <laughs> she was actually simping for me. Like, I'm in character. Like, at some point I thought it was... Oh, I think she... Hello? Oh, she froze? I think she, got... I think she froze. Oh, I think she froze again. Wait, where is she? Janine? Hello? I think she froze. Oh. Okay. Doing she's on the she, yeah she's she, i think i can hear no no she she disappeared her oh, camera, her, her camera i'm back oh hello again okay, yeah hello. sorry my connection's not good this time of the night yeah. there you go you're back and i'm back hello again so yeah uh hello. You're, you're talking i think you were talking about um about your demon slayer group are we, i think we're still there yeah, so we did Demons there, and um, so both Nikes and Mari, they also sing, and I've been singing since, like, I was a kid, so we would cosplay and sing together. That's how we kind of bonded over it, and from there, they introduced me to a lot of people who were just, like, freakishly into cosplay and art as well, so it kind of felt like Gaia Online, but in real life, so... That's how I got into cosplay. I was like, I like the vibe, I like the people. And whenever we'd go to cons, if we see someone famous, we'd just like encourage each other, oh, go get a photo with them, or like go talk to them. Um, one of my biggest cosplay crushes was this um, cosplayer called Mantau. And he cosplays a lot with like Nikes and the Wonyo. And I remember he's my favorite Deku. So this um... is around the time I. Yeah, I think oh, I think there's yeah. a photo of Mantel, but it wasn't with you. I think it was with Nikes. Here you go. Here it is. She stole my man. <laughs> but yeah, he looks so much like Deku that it's crazy. And 
Um, it's it's really interesting when you see cosplayers in real life because they're just so nice and they're so sweet. Like I remember I was shaking. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm in the presence of them. And they're like, you're so cute. Can I give you a hug? I'm like, yes, <laughs> please. <laughs> so yeah, like I, I think um, I, I took a break after starting work again, but then um, one of my friends, she does art at a gallery, like traditional painting and like, you know, really artsy fartsy kind of things. Yeah. And um, that was when COVID hit. And this was a time where um, conventions in Australia were just cancelled because, you know, like the numbers went up, people were getting scared. We were still allowed to go out, but all the major events just like, it was like, it was like Christmas was ruined, but you know. (laughs) So this gallery manager reached out to me and she said, hey, I have a niece and a couple of kids who are really keen to just dress up and learn anime. But she didn't really know anybody who did cosplay and could also teach art. But then my friend recommended me to her because since my high school days, I've been drawing, experimenting, digital, uh, traditional Copic markers, everything. And she just recommended me there. And at first I was like, oh, seems like a lot of effort. But then I thought, look, I'm not going to convention and I really do want to just dress up. So I took the job and it turned out to be awesome because every kid that came along also dressed up. And so it was like having a little art corner, but like these high school kids just like super excited to like mingle and geek out. And I remember I let them play the... um, I let them choose the songs in the playlist and they were all playing like their favorite OPs. And one kid always played the um, Dragon Ball Z theme (laughs) to the point where the other kids were like, no, kick him out. That's banned. (laughs) And that was so, that was super, super cute. But um, yeah, uh, I'm hoping I can do it again because I think it's a really good experience just bringing cosplay into like everyday life things. You don't always have to dress up for like a competition or just only on convention days you can just enjoy it as it is yeah and i think that's what makes it good yeah oh yeah sorry i was speaking over you oh sorry sorry yeah so i just i just agreed that i only agreed that's all Uh, i don't do you have more to say (laughs) (laughs) um so just a little bit more on mari's thing uh, we actually have a group chat called Survey Corpse. <laughs> so everybody, like, we all got our harnesses and all our, like, uh, Attack on Titan gear, everything together at the same time. So we would, like, bulk by. And I remember the first time I put on these harnesses, I'm like, are you kidding me? <laughs> in the anime, it looks really good. But in real life, those harnesses, they're like, wow, I need to be an engineer to figure this out. <laughs> but um, Yeah. Um, you know, the great thing about cosplay is that it doesn't matter if, if you come from it um, just for the costumes or just from the anime or from art everybody sort of meets in the middle and they have something to share. Anyway, 
That's me. That's my cosplay story. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for that amazing story. It's like, yeah, it's it, it would be a good feeling if you you'll be working, you're working with children, and then they they're interested in cosplay, and then you get to do it with them. Did they wait? Did they cosplay in anime characters or whatever characters they they so, could think of? It was a mix of both. Like one of them dressed up as like Katara from Avatar. Oh, Another one was yeah. Yes. And um, another one was like Luffy from One Piece, and my favorite one was uh, female Todoroki. Oh. And oh, I was like, "Wow, you're only such a small child, but you're so gifted." <laughs> like, <laughs> like start them young. <laughs> that's so good. Like that's good to hear that they actually know about these these series. I know usually they would be watching, um, like the kids shows, but whoa, Avatar. Okay. <laughs> That's good to hear. Thank you, um, thank you, JQ, for that amazing story. I'll just give a really short um, uh, story about my how I started cosplaying as well. So it was so I, as as I've mentioned earlier, I moved to Australia in 2012, and then it was in it was in 2013 when I um, discovered yeah when I discovered cosplaying because I was. I didn't have a job until 2013. I was in Olympic Park. I was going to a job fair. I think it was, yeah, it was a career expo or a job fair. I was looking for a job. And then, because it was in the showgrounds, I was just sitting there and I saw a group of people who are, who appears to be wearing some sort of costumes. And then I was like, hey, that looks interesting. I kind of want to look at that. Okay. So what I did is I ditched the job fair and I went to the convention instead. I don't have, I don't like, I only have like a bit of money with me. Obviously I was jobless, but you know what? I don't care. I bought a ticket. I went inside the convention and I've seen, I saw all these amazing cosplayers, all these, all these, like they're holding weapons, all these very detailed costumes, wigs and that. And I, and I, I sat down and um, watched the panel. Oh, this really, really is, um, I'm interested. I want to do it. That's it. I want to do it. I went home not being able to and then, yeah not being able to secure a job so i didn't get a job but at least i have a new motivation to find a job and that is cosplay so i went so of course i went i went looking for a job i i scored my first one and i bought my cosplay my first cosplay next year 2014 that's when i officially started cosplaying my first cosplay was danny phantom because he was my childhood oh. i grew up with nickelodeon when I was a kid, when I was back in the Philippines, I grew up with Nickelodeon, and Danny Phantom was one of them. He was my very first cosplay, and at that time, um, my parents really weren't supportive. They haven't, they hasn't, they really haven't been. But they, they could, I would say, they just don't care now if I cosplay or not. So, so that's when I started cosplaying. But it wasn't until a few la years later when I got into anime and I started cosplaying anime characters. So 2016, 17, 18 came. 2018 was when I started to lose weight. I don't know if people have seen my 20, me back in 2015 or 16. I was quite big back then. So I lost a lot of weight. I look like this now. So yeah. And yeah, I've cosplayed a lot of characters. Um, 20, again, um, 
2020 was supposed to be my big year because I was planning to attend as much Philippine conventions as I wanted to. But obviously COVID came and we couldn't travel anywhere. We got stuck in here. So it sucks. And now we're at 2021 and I'm still surviving. And I still have a lot of cosplay sitting in here collecting dust, waiting to be worn at a convention. So yeah, um, that's my cosplay story. I... I was jobless, but it did help. But cosplaying did help me. It did help me find a job. It was, and also it was around 2018 when I, 2017-18 when I started to meet more people, like my current group, my current circle. I'm really happy with them um, because not all, not all of us cosplay though. But at least there's a variety. Some of us are photographers. Some of us are love, loves traveling, loves drinking. <laughs> they also got me into drinking. Hey Andy. <laughs> so yeah, that's me. Okay, so thank you for all your ama- for your amazing cosplay stories. It's interesting to see how you all start. Uh, yeah, it's interesting to hear how you all started, and how you all doing with cosplay now. So um, our next um, <clears throat> um, what we're gonna talk about now is for for this is for. For um pe- for co- for us who who started cosplaying in Australia, uh, sorry, who started cosplaying in the Philippines and then moved to Australia. So I just re- really want to quickly ask, what do you? What was your first impression on Australian cons, and what how do they compare to the Philippine ones? So I think this question applies to to Naj, uh, Nikes, and Zaya. So, Nikes, would you like to start? What do you think of cons in Australia and how would they compare to Philippines? Oh, okay. Um, so, I think the biggest, like, like for me, like, the biggest thing was that the size. And, like, I'm, I've been to ICC before, like I said. Like, uh, mo- most of the time you use ICC, uh, SMX, sorry, SMX in the Philippines. And for me, back then, that was already very big because um, in CDO, it's just one small section in the in the mall, usually mm-hmm. in the center. Uh, but when I came here, I saw that every, uh, I guess, like there's different rooms for different things. So if you want to watch anime when you go in and um, if you want to just buy merchandise, there's one huge hall for for just merchandise and then there's an artist area there's panels different panels so different rooms per panel um and i think the one of the big things is that um for me since i'm in Cagayan, like my friends would cost or dress up either in the mall or at home and then just get a taxi together or something but here i guess that was the first time I experienced like, okay, I'm gonna wear something. And since I don't know anyone at the time, because it was like, I think my second year here, um, my first con, I, I wore a costume and then I told myself like, no one's gonna know me. So I'll just walk to the train station. <laughs> <laughs> so um, that was interesting because like, of course there'll be people who look at you, but then I thought to myself like, uh, in the train, I'm sure there will be other cosplayers going to the event. And I was right. So there were some here and there. And I was like, oh, that's nice. That's pretty interesting. Because, um, like I said, like, 
studio is very small, so um, I have experience taking uh, like cosplaying, I putting on a wig in a jeepney, but that's it. Never like the full thing. So yeah. I guess that was a big thing for me when I came here. That was <laughs> I, I liked that a lot. <laughs> I remember as well when I when 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 I first attended a con like a convention. Sorry, no, it wasn't the first time. I think it was. It was the time when I um, when was that? I'm trying to remember that time when there was police in the train. <laughs> they was just asking me about oh what's happening. I think they're not aware about it. And mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. I was just oh there's like a convention happening in Olympic Park. And then like uh, okay, so I think I suppose I suppose the the um the how like the people here the people <clears throat> they they don't really care. I don't know if. Maybe maybe they don't really care if they see us, but back in the Philippines, it's really awkward, especially if you take the MRT or the train, or even on the even even if you take the taxi, because I've experienced mm -hmm. that when I was on a, when I was um, staying at a hotel in 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 Pasay, um, they were just everyone was just looking at us when me and my friends went out of the hotel and took a taxi. Uh, we're getting all these awkward looks and that, and <laughs> but. Yeah, like here, I suppose it's all right. I feel comfortable leaving the house in cosplay. So yeah. <laughs> so how about uh, how about um, Blue Tala uh, Naj? Um, what yeah. was your when you first attended? Um, I think which one was your first convention here, by the way? Actually, I forgot what it was called. But my first convention here was February twenty twenty. I forgot what event it was. Mad but it was, was it right. Mad Man? Mad yeah, Man. yeah, yeah. Okay. It was Madman right before lockdown. Yeah. <laughs> so that was my first. And then recently, when I met you, Nick, that was my second event ever here. Oh, yes, yeah. Nova, yeah, yeah. So what I because yeah, like the same case as Nike's. It's like, uh, the events in Davo is just like a small area in the mall. Like all the cosplayers mm. are there. There isn't like really a lot of stalls even, and like there's just a stage there. Um. So you know, the my first like vision of like how it would look like like Australian cons were from the internet and I when I heard that there was a con coming up uh yeah Madman when I heard Madman was coming I was so hesitant I was like should I go should I not go I I'm, I was gonna be alone who am I gonna go to who am I gonna be with so I posted on my Instagram. Uh, cosplay Instagram asking whoever is going and then luckily someone like messaged me and you told my message me saying oh I'm going you can tag along with us so I was so excited I was in the train uh uh I wasn't in full cosplay yet and I was with my dad I was so excited I had my makeup on but when I got there uh my dad like left me in the convention and I put on my costume I went as Kanae from Kimetsu no Yaiba mm -hmm. um so I walked around by myself for a few. I was just like, wow, it's so big. There's so many people. There's so many stalls. There's so much merch around. Yeah. So I was really, really amazed by how much stalls, how much people, because it's re it really is different compared to how it was back in Davao. So yeah, and I met up with that people and then I had such a great time. And yeah, <laughs> it's very different. Very, very different. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you for that. Um, how about Sa Saya? You've attended um, convention in your 
homeland, in your <laughs> home place. Uh, well, how does it compare to... Oh, wait, sorry. This doesn't apply to Sarah because she already cosplayed back there before moving here. Okay, so when you first... Okay, this... Sorry, yes. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm a bit confused. Um, let me start that. Oh, let me start over. Um, what was your impression of Australian cults when you first attended? I can't hear you. Hello, I... Hello? I think, I think it stopped playing. I can't hear anything. Sorry, give me a moment. What happened? Hello? So give me a moment everyone, I'm just trying to fix. Yeah, it's... Hello? Oh, sorry, the microphone? Yeah. So I thought there was something wrong with my, you know, on my end, I was trying to fix it as well. But yeah, that's alright. But I, while Sai is fixing her microphone, I will, I'll probably share my own, I'll probably share my own opinion, but in reverse. So I guess everyone knows I started cosplaying in Australia and I've attended my fair share of conventions in the Philippines. So my first impression is it's really different because given, uh, given Philippines is closer to Asia, we're getting more of the anime. So... We get more, I've noticed this, there's more anime in like cosplay in the Philippines. You get, a, you get a few DC, you get a few Marvel, a few Harry Potters, you get a few Western um, pop culture. But Hello. it's predominantly anime. And also the vibe is totally different. Um, sorry, Sai, are you back? Uh, I think so, yeah, just yes. continue first. You're back now, okay, no worries. All right. So. Uh, just continue, just continue your story. Okay, so yeah, I was just, yeah, okay, so, yeah, the, I've, the first convention I've attended in the Philippines was TAGCOM, that was in 2016, and it's just really felt different, because, um, maybe it's because I didn't know anyone yet, but the more people I start to know, the more comfortable I've become when I'm, when I'm attending, when I'm attending there, because I, I could call up someone and say, oh, I'm here, let's meet up, like that, and, um, I try to blend in as much as I can because if you know if they find out that you're 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 from a different country maybe you know I don't know but yeah the the vibe is really really different and I'm I've met a lot of friends back in the Philippines as you all know even though I started cosplaying in Australia I have a significant amount of uh people that I know back in philippines and um i'm not sure if they're watching right now so hello to everyone um i wanna um yeah like uh every now and then i would go to i would message my friends hey let's set up a cosplay group and um i get to do those cosplay groups whenever i fly back to philippines it's just an amazing feeling it's a totally different um experience um with the venue the venue itself is 
different from the venues here in Australia? You get SMX. Most of the conventions I attend in Phil's are in Man in SMX in Manila. Then you got a, there's only one which is Ozen Fest, which is done in Mega Mall. I think they should move out because it's already getting crowded every time they do a con there. But you know, it's up to them. But yeah, the vibe is different, and yeah, that's it. So Saya, sorry, do you want to continue yours? Do you want to? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, no, I haven't attended any conventions in Germany, but I started all of my cosplay um cosplay journey in the Philippines. Okay. Um, maybe I should start first that like cosplay in the Philippines is super, super duper competitive. Like in every convention, I have to join the I like I have to join the competition, but that's just how you are. Like I don't know, it, it would, it's just wasn't a thing being like just attending a convention and doing nothing, you know? Mm. So, like, compared to Australia, um, it's like there's no pressure to join the competition in Australia, to be honest, mm. which is something that I find really nice and refreshing after all that bloody competition back in the Philippines. <laughs> um, what else? Um, yeah, and the conventions in here, it's, like, super big. I mean, I've been to, like... AFA as well and yeah um AFA was like I'd say it's big but compared to Australia it's it's not as friendly as it is there's just like competitions everywhere you tend to like compare yourself to other people it's just like like you know how big cosplay competitions are supposed to be and yeah it's just it's like there's a nice vibe in the Australian community you know yeah. And um, what else? And they tend to have like these local markets, which I find really good. I mean, they have it in the Philippines as well, but it's not as big as the, the ones here in Australia where, like, um, you know, the artist block. Oh, and the, all the, the artist merch. alley, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. It's usually like pretty big in here. Like, oh, yes. you can find a little bit in the Philippines, but it's not as big as the ones in here. It's usually just like, um, online stores in the Philippines selling merch in yeah. the convention as well. So yeah. Yeah, now um, that I think about it, even Cosmania is half of what Smash or Supernova is. Yes. Now yeah. I, now that I yes. think about it, because Supernova or um, any convention that happens in ICC tend yeah. to hold like they use a whole floor and. Was yeah, a the, separate section just for not just the whole alley. floor, two or three. It's like two, two or three, two, yeah, yeah, two or three buildings. Yeah, really. And Cosmania is like what? Cosmania is nothing like compared to the size of that. Mm. Very, very true. Um, I, I don't know if anyone has attended. Anyone here has attended Cosmania? I remember in 2017, I had to stand outside for almost an hour or two. It's really sunny. It's so hot. It's so humid. Luckily, I wasn't wearing my costume yet. And we had to line up for almost an hour just to get in. And when you get in, you don't even get to go inside the the convention halls yet because you still have to get your ticket, get your wristband and all that. So, mm -hmm. yeah. There's really it, it, there's really a lot of um yeah, there's really a lot of people attending there. So 
Oh, I also have one thing that yeah. is only unique in the Philippines. The Mamser Bawal Po. Yes. Oh, yes, yes. I think we have to talk. Mamser Bawal we to, Po dito. We have to mention that. Yeah, um, yeah there's se- nothing like that in here. Con- like, um, con- like security, um, like convention security can be, you know, can be a bit iffy when it comes to cosplayers. If they see us sitting down on, for example, on this area, on this floor, they're going to tell us to stand up. If we're, if we, if we're, if there's a convention on the food court and we sit, uh, sorry, convention in a mall and then we sit down on the food court, they'll tell us off. They'll just say, um, for customers only, um, hello, I'm eating here. Something like that. So we don't have, they just want to use the toilet. Yeah, like we just want to. Yeah, we just want to do number one. <laughs> we like, just want to do our things. Yeah, and, um, I don't know why they're kicking <laughs> us out. Oh, but we don't have we don't have that in Australia. You can sit down anywhere. You can sit. You can even lie down if you want to on on the convention floor. <laughs> it's up to you. But yeah, we don't we we don't we don't get to told off by security here in Australia unless we do something stupid really stupid yeah yeah so yeah same people yeah all right so um here are a few convention uh convention photos I don't know if I've shown most of you well this is my group this is me when I was in Philippines I had a f- quite a few groups in there girl on a basket um, talking Ranbu, hit mic and all that. Excuse me. Sorry about that. <laughs> Someone was just saying hi to me. Okay, so um, this is Saya. Oh, yeah, Saya. I think you should you should show everyone that you became a guest um, guest huh? judge. For a convention? Oh yeah, yeah. That one. Um I just can't see the slides. Oh there it is. Sorry. Yeah, there, that that was is. back that was back in two thousand nine. That was the last time I went to the Philippines before they shut the COVID because of the COVID. Yeah. They shut the borders. So mm. that was the last time I went there. And I went there as a judge, basically. That was called Playground X. Yeah. So it was really fun, mm. to be honest. It it's not as big as Australian convention, it, it it only covered like one room, but you know, since like I know a lot of people, a lot of people know me, it's been really fun. Um, mm. yeah, like you know how Australian conventions are really fun, but in the Philippines, because that's where the roots, the roots are. So you like you tend to know a lot of people, and you tend to like, you know, just shout. At the whole whole way and all that, and just have all of the fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think I judged. I think I did some judging in this one. And yeah, I kind of missed it. <laughs> Famous uh, Nashia. I really miss going there. Famous Nashia. Nah. <laughs> so, yeah, I really miss to... going back there. Yeah. This is Nike's when she was cosplaying in the Philippines. I think I showed this earlier, but yeah, we're just showing it again. And this one as well. So, um, so uh, does anyone here have um, any non-cosplay hobbies? We know that Mari loves sing- um, to make songs, for example. JQ, what do you do besides cosplay? I like gaming a lot. I play TFT, 
Hades. Uh, I got addicted to that new game, Pokemon Unite. Oh, and I was yeah. even playing with Nikes. Um, I got up to like Ultra 4. At that <laughs> point, I was like, I think I'm addicted. <laughs> to Switch games. So I, I grew up like playing Super Smash Brothers. Yeah. And you'll see me at parties. If somebody's playing it, I'm like, hey, can I try? I promise I'm not going to beat you. But then, boom. <laughs> <laughs> I used to go to like um, Smash tournaments uh with my work friends and it would smell like bo i don't know if you've ever been to these gaming tournaments but it just everyone has body odor and yeah. they're sweaty oh. like <laughs> and I, I if i lost i would just blame it on the smell because that's how intense it was everyone has this smelly gaming aura but no it's a lot of good fun and you yeah. meet some really funny people so <laughs> Thanks for that. How about Nikes? What's yours? What do you do besides cosplay? Uh, let's see. I I did a lot of singing before, mm. just like Mari. Oh. I also covered a lot of anime and game songs. But I never... Uh, did I post them? Maybe I did. Somewhere on the internet. I'm not going to tell you where they are. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I do that to just I guess to relax sometimes I yeah. um what else and sometimes when I go to karaoke with friends I always pick the like if it's here in Sydney because it has all languages right sometimes I'm like that yeah. song is an anime song I'm gonna choose you <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just gonna read it off this the on on my phone or something if, since I can't read Japanese yeah um apart from that I think uh, I, I also do gym now, so I, I, I guess that's my partner's fault for, for bringing me into that, to fitness. So, yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for that. How about you, Mari? Besides singing and cosplay, do you do anything else? Uh, are you talking to me? Yes, sorry, Mari. <laughs> sorry. Yes. Me? Okay. Do I... No, no usually I just go to work, so I do... Because I actually have a psych degree, so um, I've completely changed career paths. So I do music teaching, mm -hmm. um, YouTube and Spotify. Um, yeah, so that's that's literally all I all I do right now. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. At least we get, we get to do something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. How about uh, Blue Tala Naj? Yes. Um. So basically, my my the name I go by in cosplay before is different from what I from Blutala because Blutala is originally um, in relation to my art, and I still do art. Um, yeah, it's one of my main platforms. I, for right now, I mainly do fan comics for this um, game called Obey Me, and it's become an anime as well. Um, yeah, so I I started out. In TikTok, thinking with that username, and then I eventually started making cosplay TikTok, so they related my username to Butala as well. So that's why it's such. So yeah, I mainly do art, and in uni okay. I do designs, so I do that as well. Mm. Yes. Well, thank you. I don't mm. know how to draw. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All right. How about um, Saya? 
Besides Ooh, cosplay. I do, I do a lot. You see this piano on the side? <laughs> you see that guitar at the back? You see that ice skates at the back? And then I also do some violin and oh drawing. My oh my to be god. Honest, um, Musician. Skateboard! Oh yeah, how could I forget about skateboard? <laughs> Yeah, skateboard I, and, yeah, I think she's, uh, she's gonna get me into skateboards. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting naked to skateboard as well. I'm trying. I'm trying to break his bones. Uh, yeah, and gaming, obviously. <laughs> if um, if that's not even obvious, so I do a lot of gaming. Yeah. What's your favorite game? It's not League of Legends, I tell you that. I'll vouch for that. It's definitely not League of Legends. And lastly, see those BJDs up there. Yeah, I'm into them. That's all, really. Like mm. into dolls and all the. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> well, thank you. We now know that you're a multi talented um, individual. So. <laughs> Well, me, it's mostly it's just gaming, really. <laughs> gaming, maybe travel. If COVID is gone, I'll, I'm more than happy to travel somewhere. So, yeah. Um, okay, so the next part of our show will be a bit of a trivia. Just to um, spice things up, we're going to ask you a few questions and um, see if... Um, if you know them or what would be the best answer for them. So let's start uh, with this. Share the Aussiest phrase you can come up with. No. Oh, yeah, nah. Nah, yeah. I think that counts. Yeah, nah. Yeah, nah. So yeah, nah means no. Right. Nah, yeah means yeah, she'll yes. she'll be right, mate. Like she'll that be one. Right, she'll be right. <laughs> Not too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a I, I think or I think... Yui, Yui, yeah, Yui, Yui. Oh, Shui. Oh, Shui. Have you done a Shui? Shui. Shui. I haven't done it. No. <laughs> when you put a Macus. Macus. So there's like there's like a lot of Australian words that it may sound may sound weird outside of Australia, but it's a thing here. I have a... Yeah, I don't think Filipinos could understand what a Macus is. I told, hey, I told my Tita once, but Tita, let's go to Macus. I was like, Nano, Nano, what? I was like, oh, sorry, Macdo. Macdo. It's Macdo. It's Macdo. So yeah. So um, there's a lot of, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of words that you'll probably need a dictionary or a, yeah, a book of Australian no. slang for that to understand. Like uh. Servo, for example, just means gasolina. Oh, yeah, Service station. Yeah. Gasolina. Petrol station. Yeah. Um, Yui, you turn. Um, we, and we use British words here, like instead of saying elevator, we say lift. Lift. Lollies. Yeah. Lollies. Okay. <laughs> so our next um, question would be How much do you think a Tim Tam costs in the Philippines? Oh. Jesus Christ, like 500 pesos? I don't know. I'm in the Philippines. Take a wild guess. How much do you think it costs there? Let's convert it. Mm. In in Philippines. 
So right now the exchange rate is around, we're looking at 36 pesos per oh. Australian dollar. So we're looking at, at around that, right? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I did 500. 300? 400. Three. Three. Okay, the correct answer would be that. It's Closest is 300, but it's 221 pesos. Oh, so, but, but but converted to our money, it would still be quite big. Because yeah. that's not the yeah, standard. For chocolate. For chocolate. That's chocolate not the biscuits. Yeah. yeah. So 21, 20 of our fellow viewers, Tim Tam is a popular brand of chocolate biscuits here in Australia. Um, chocolate covered biscuits. They're really good. You drink, you, you use them to... Uh, drink to sip the coffee from from the cup. It's called the Tim Tam Slam, if you know oh, that. Oh yeah. So yeah, this this um, yeah. So this Tim Tam you see here is from SM Supermarket. So I went there once and I was uh, and I noticed a few Tim Tams and I checked the price. Oh, okay, it's a lot. <laughs> you can get mm -hmm. them for two bucks or even less than that when they're on sale here. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Oh, there's a comment that says someone thought um, Mickey Kun thought Macca's meant macaroni and cheese. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm gonna start using that from now on to refer to macaroni and cheese, Macca's. Oh my god, that's funny. I mean, <laughs> okay. So uh, the next trivia question will be: Okay, these are two venues, and I'm sure you are familiar with both of them. What's on the left? On the on the left. Where? What? I don't think we can see your live. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um. Oh, I'm sorry. Um. There we go. There you go. Um. So there it is. There's two photos here. One of them. And the one on the left and one on the right. What do you think is the one on the left? Sorry, it's, if it's still loading, uh, sorry. If it probably is still loading right now. Yeah. Huh. ICC? Yep, that's correct. That's the ICC. That's the International Convention Center in Sydney. And how about on the right? Uh, SMX? That's correct. SMX. I never saw it in those colors, though. Ah, yeah, I it, couldn't even recognize it. I think it's a new photo. I just saw it on the internet. So yeah, this are one of the this ah. is SMX Convention Center, one of the biggest, one of one of the major venues for conventions in the Philippines. So yeah, they kind of look the same with the glass and all that. So I, okay. So now this is interesting. Does anyone know these two? And which one would you eat? Would you rather eat isau or balut? Isau. Iso. Iso. <laughs> That's too hard. Oh. So 100%. I'm already eating Iso. You I are mean, going to oh. you're going to piss off millions. Hundreds <laughs> of millions of fellows. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I would also eat birth. There's like a comment I do I eat birth. <laughs> So, can you not eat both? I mean, I would prefer Iso. I mean, I don't eat any of those, but I would prefer Iso. I'd probably go with Balut. Balut. Oh, <laughs> I've tried Balut. Tried Balut. But once. with the beak? There, yeah. it, 
No, there is actually a ver- there's actually a, a, another balut where it's just a hard boiled duck egg. It's not the the chick isn't there yet. It's called penoy. Yeah. Penoy. That's mine. That's that the boring okay. one. That one, <laughs> that one. I suppose we could still um tolerate. I could, we could still eat. <laughs> okay. So, all right. So the next one will be guess these places. These two. I'll give you a clue. These two places are both in the Philippines. Ooh. What do you For think is guy? on the left one? The left one first. Oh. Can't see these. I'm still waiting. Oh, yeah. so it's not Boracay? Yeah, Boracay on the left. Correct. That Palawan? is that is Boracay on the left. White sand okay. beaches. Okay. One of the most beautiful. I went there last 2019. How about on the right? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Sorry, I'm just going to zoom in. That you can see there. Part of the Philippines. Is it Visayas? No, I don't know. Okay. No. Okay. If you have been watching the news in the Philippines, you should be aware. You're probably I'm aware that. Of that. <laughs> Is it yep. river? Yep. Um... The, when they put dolomite on Manila Bay. It's oh yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so oh. so during COVID, they decided to put an artificial beach in the Philippines. Mm. Um, sorry, in in Manila Bay, the made of dolomite sand. So, I mean, it's good that they're putting a beach in there, but there's, it's there's there's been there's been dramas about it because why did you do it during the COVID when you could have used the money for others? But you know, let's not get political here. Mm. I don't know. I just thought I'd yeah. show you because. If Imagine swimming in Manila Bay, though. Yeah. Well, they say, well, they claim that the Dolomite Beach will clean the Manila Bay, but I don't know if it will. Manila Bay has his own healing properties. Or something. <laughs> what what healing just... properties is that? <laughs> I don't know. Once you get in the beach, you'll be set for life. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah. You'll be good for life, man. Yeah, you'll be in heaven. <laughs> all right so anyway moving on so i'm gonna show two um series here two um philippines made animated series and i want you to pick which one would you prefer Trece. Mm-hmm. so there's Trece from netflix and there's barangay 143 from gma7 well i haven't watched that mm-hmm. Trese. Mm, Trese. Trese, maybe. Trese. Yeah. That's my genre. <laughs> I think it's a big thing because obviously it's released from Netflix and the hype, the marketing that they did with Trese is stunning because mm-hmm. they actually, they they protect, like they they used billboards in Metro Manila to promote it. Like, oh, they, like they would, you would see real life mythical creatures just standing there and like the posters like the led billboards they use like you would see as if it's being hacked by someone mm-hmm. like it's being it feels like so in character in series so i think that's the hype with barangay 143 i haven't seen it myself seen so, it either yeah so that's a fairly new one so uh so uh, sorry it's not new but it's been out there so now another now here's a question um, if you uh, sorry, what Pinoy food or item do you miss the most? 
Jollibee. Jollibee. I think everyone will Jollibee. say Jollibee. Oh god. Yeah. Yes. yes. Jollibee. Maybe Mang Inasal. Mang Inasal. Mang Inasal. Inasal. Unlimited rice. It's the rice. I think true, it, I think it, I think it's Mang Inasal who st- who started the um Unli Rice. Um, yeah, hype, yeah, and then yeah, everyone else followed suit. But yeah. Jolly Viparen, legit. I'm, I'm pretty sure a lot of Australians um, are gonna wonder why we eat too much rice. Like for them, it's too much. Yeah, and we don't get fat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I went on a I went on a road trip with some Aussie people, and they eat bread with everything. I went up to them. I said, "Where's the rice?" And they actually laughed at me. I'm sorry, uh, sorry, Janine. I think your OBS is also on. Uh, is not on mute, so I could hear you twice. I could hear echo. That's all right. That's all right. There you go. So, what were you saying again? I went on a road trip with some Australian people. And they eat bread with everything. And I said to them, where's the rice? Because I'm used to having rice with everything. So, you know, so they like laughed at me. They're like, ha ha, you're so Asian. And then on my 18th birthday, they made sure I was really drunk. And they got me this really big box. Yeah. And it was just a box of rice. <laughs> Uncooked rice. And they're like, your birthday present's in there. And it's this tiny little ring I had to swim. <laughs> yeah. Well, just anyway, ra- just raise your hand if inulam niyo yung pancit canton with rice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I still do that. Yeah, I do that too. I mean, my like my husband is really weirded out because I mix noodles with rice. It's like I'm eating all carbs. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, why aren't you getting fat when all you eat is just carbs? And I'm like, I don't know, Asian genes, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Totally, totally. Um Yeah, boy Pancit Canton with rice. Everyone's on the comments saying, I'm in for Jollibee, rice supremacy, e boy Pancit yeah. Canton with rice. <laughs> we basically eat rice with everything though. Even snacks, we still yeah. eat rice. Like, you know how puto is made of oh. rice? Oh, yeah. Puto, mm-hmm. sapin, sapin, all that. Yeah, even with snacks, we still eat rice. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, I would say, my, yeah, I miss, I would say I, I miss um, Jollibee. Because we were promised, Australia was promised a Jollibee in 2017, and it's not yet here. Yeah, so, where, where is it? <laughs> where Don't is think it? it's going to happen. Yeah. Just because there's so much competition. I suppose. Mm-hmm. At least we have potato corner in here. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was pretty happy about that. Look, actually, interesting. I it, I was a few days ago, years old, when I found out that potato corner was a <laughs> Philippine brand. Because I thought, I thought it was an international brand. <laughs> I thought, no. So I saw potato corner, like when I first moved to Australia, I didn't see, I, I saw a potato corner near my place. But I didn't know. But but I I thought it was just international thing. And then Saya pointed out, oh, it was a fellow thing. Okay, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Probably been Holy like. Holy you just knew. Yeah, this no, whole time you knew potato no, corner is Philippines. No, I thought potato corner was international, and it just had a lot of branches in the Philippines. So that's nope. why it's so oily. It's so salty because it's Filipino. <laughs> wow. <laughs> You, you mean you mean the food, not the people? 
Both, both actually. Oh my god! 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 Oh Okay, so the next question would be, who in the Philippines do you miss the most? It could be a friend, it could be a relative, it could be a pet, it could be a personality, a famous person or something. Let's, yeah, let's start with Zaya. Do you miss someone there? My mom, because she always shows my costume. Uh, At least you have supportive parents when it comes to cosplay, not mine. Well, no, it's more like my mom was super embarrassed because I was like a bloody weeb, <laughs> like I was a weirdo. <laughs> but eventually, like you know, um, she really likes sewing, and my uh, the cosplay, like the costumes, made it possible for her to sew more, which she really enjoyed. That's why. And yeah, I miss. I kind of miss my dad, like even though he doesn't really speak English that good. But like, you know, I, I kind of miss him speaking English with a certain accent. Um, I also miss my cats and dogs, which are like back in the Philippines, which are with my parents. Um, hmm. I miss my friends. Like, yeah, like just like the friends that I grew up with. That's all. <laughs> a lot of people. Because I'm the only one who came in here, so basically all of the people that are important to me were back in there. Yeah, I think that everyone's looking forward for us going back there and hugging them again. Yeah, exactly. Time. Yeah, how about you, Blue Tala? Who do you miss the most back there? Um, of course, friends and family. Most of my friends are there. My friends, especially, I talk to them still a lot, like on through Discord. That's the only way we could talk. Uh, like my like the friend who introduced me to cosplay, some of my other schoolmates, of course, family here and there, uh, significant other, yeah, <laughs> those. I miss them a lot, you know. Like I want to see them again very soon, very soon. Um, how about you, JQ? Do you miss anyone in the Philippines? I miss my Lola. Aww. She is so sweet. She believes in mermaids. She's <laughs> so cute. Um, and uh, my cousins as well. I miss going out to like the jazz bars, drinking a lot, <laughs> and uh, having been take around by all my cousins, just looking yeah. at the places. Yeah. Um, I remember my cousin was there when I got my first tattoo in Manila. I was in Quezon City, and she was holding my hand the whole time. <laughs> So I really miss my cousin. Her name's Pam, Pam Quinto, and she has, um, she's actually an artist as well. She, uh, she has an exhibition right now. If if you like art, go look her up. And yeah, miss my cousin so much. Aww. I don't know if JQ's cousins or friends are watching right now, but yeah, hope hope you get to see her again. You'll get to hang out and go to places. How about you, Nikes? Who do you miss the most? I miss, I miss my family and my friends. Um, because I have a sister here, so I guess it's not too lonely. And I have cousins, so it's, that's fine. But I haven't seen my 
my mom and dad and my two younger sisters in like since the lockdown started. So I usually go every year, at least during Christmas, to see friends and family. Friends as well. I mean, like, I, I can tell, like, I owe them a lot of collaborations. <laughs> and then um, it's just like, you know, I, I'm whenever I'm there, it's too short. Like, you can never get a long leave. So especially since uh, when I first came here, I was a student. So um, working... <laughs> finding the best time and you know during christmas holiday season is very expensive so oh, i can totally relate yeah <laughs> so yeah <laughs> i'm looking forward to seeing them i don't i was hoping around um i think winter next year but i don't know if that's gonna mm. depends on the borders yeah Hopefully by that time be okay and you can find we can finally fly back you can finally see them again. How about Mari? Anyone in the Philippines that you miss? Um, I'm gonna same as uh, Janine, like my Lola. Aww. Um, they, they kept going back like you know in increments like seven, fourteen, because my mom and dad and my brother are the only ones here, so most mm. of the extended family is back home. So. It is a fun time with the cousins, but Lola hits different. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, they have that. I think it's the instinct. They have different. Like, I used to when I, when I'm having trouble when I'm having trouble with my mom, I run to my Lola. Something like that. They have a different vibe. They feel yes. different. Something like that. So they yeah. feed you a lot and give you money as well. Oh, very, very true. That's 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 another philo. That's another philo thing. It's like when you go go to vacation with Lola, you end up like getting really big and fat, and then when you come home, your mom's like, "How the hell did you get that big?" (laughs) I'm like, "What do I do? Lola cooks good." Yeah. (laughs) That's true, though. Yeah, well, me, I miss my Lola and Lolo, like every time I go home to Philippines, they're the ones that I take. I take them all out. My Lolo, my Lola, my Tita, I take them all out. We go places. And then I have a few cousins on my dad's side. I have a few cousins on my mom's side, but I'm not really in good terms with them. They have their own thing. So yeah, I'm just looking forward to seeing them again, hanging out with them, going to places. I'm Okay, so um, yeah. The next, now our last question will be... Yeah, so you already, we have already shared who you miss the most. Now, when you fly back there, when COVID is gone, when borders are open, what will be the first thing that you will do? It could be going to this place. It could be going straight to meet someone. It could be, uh, it could be going to, um, traveling on a holiday and like that. So I'll share mine first. The first thing I will do is I will go on a round trip around Luzon. I'm going to take my car because I have a vehicle there. I'm going to go around with friends. Oh, nice. I'm going to stop over um, some of the, some provinces like La Union, Ilocos. I'll stop by Baguio. I'll do a detour to Sagada. I'll go down to Laguna, Batangas. Just drive around. Enjoy the scenery. So, how about um, Mari? If you fly back to the Philippines, what do you plan to do? 
Oh, Philippines? Mm, what am I gonna do? Probably spend time with family and just go wherever they take me. <laughs> ah, okay. Fair enough. Because, um, yeah. How about you, Nikes? I will have food trip. <laughs> ah, yes. <laughs> because, because uh, although there is yes. Filipino food here, um, it just hits different there. It's oh, totally. Really, totally. really, and... And you can get different varieties, like stuff that you probably might not get here. Mm, totally. Um, Do you have a yeah. place in mind, for example? Hmm. Um, well, it depends on where, right? So if I'm in Manila, um, I think one of the things that I wanted to try at least once was to go to that spiral buffet. <laughs> okay. Um, and then um, if I go back to CDO... I think I'll try every single street food because like, like I miss quick, quick. They don't have that mm. here. Um, although maybe you could probably make something similar, but it's not the same. Yeah. It, um, it, I miss it, it, It's different when you actually buy street side. <laughs> mm, mm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, I guess also spend lots of time with my family because being away is, um, it, it wears you out for a while because you know that, they're not getting any younger. My parents are not getting any younger. And my younger sisters, I just realized that they're going to finish college soon. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> I'm old. Yeah, enjoy enjoy while you're still, while you still can. Because if you settle down, it's kind of hard to do all those things. So yeah, yeah. just have fun. How about um, JQ? Uh, I want to go to my first con in the Philippines. Uh, because I know what clothes are like here, yeah. but over there I want to experience it and yeah. get super dressed up. Um, I also want to go swimming with a whale shark because last time I was in uh, Corona, I didn't get the chance to. Yeah. Um, where's the best place to do that? I, you guys I, know? I think I If you're talking about, Maybe. I'm not sure if it's in. I'm not sure if these are whale sharks. I think they are. Oslob. Oslo, yeah, in Cebu, in Cebu, yeah, 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 yeah. I've been there it's once. There. Yeah, I've seen the whale sharks. I've also done scuba diving there. It's fun. You should try it. Oh, I'll get my license before I fly. <laughs> How about um, yeah. Naj? Anong unang gagawin mo? Because I have a family, family members in Luzon, maybe I'll go visit them. I'm going to probably see my boyfriend. Also, Jollibee. Jollibee, <laughs> please. Jollibee date uh, with the boyfriend, huh? Nice. <laughs> and then, of course, um, Davao. I'm going to visit all the friends, all the family, you know. And then, yeah. just visit people. People that mean a lot, you know. Yeah. And I'm going to go in. I suppose. <laughs> yes. How about Saya? What do you want to do to Visayas? Because that's the only place where my family is because most of my family are just scattered all around the world. And uh, it's just my parents. Yeah. It's just my parents that is back in like um, in Negros Occidental and my sister who married a local in the... So basically, first thing I'm gonna do get a ticket to Blue Pacific, even though it's like a really crappy airline. Um, 
I'm gonna go to my place <laughs> and then eat lots of um talaba. Talaba. Oh like, yes. Lots talaba. and lots talaba. of talaba. Seafood. Seafood because oh. it's really expensive in here. Oh yeah. So yeah. I'm gonna go there. Yeah, That's definitely. the first thing that I'm gonna eat. Um, and then um basically because um back in Negros um we live in a like a farm. So, you know, I, I'm going to do some farming. Like, I want to try some farming and, like, um, I, I want to go up in, like... <laughs> yeah, I want to go up in, like, you know, in those um, um, trucks you see in, like, the province where they have sugar canes on top of them. I want to climb... Mm, yeah, yeah. I really want to climb on the, one of those and then just, like, you know, just go on top of them. And then, like, just and the driver of that truck will just drive around because you can't really do that thing in here. Like, yeah. you know, those real—I don't know—you you can't just go up on a bus and then just sit there and then just go around. But like in the Philippines, you can do that in the province. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna do that stuff. Mm-hmm. And yeah, basically, just eat as much seafood as I can. Yes. Oh, definitely, yeah. Yeah, definitely 100% seafood in the Philippines. I think most of our... Well, I've, I, I, have a re- I have a relative in the Philippines who owns a fish pond, so we just dive in and then just grab all the tilapia <laughs> that we want and then just cook them on site. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, living there was probably one of the best like living in the countryside like someone like most of us would probably have grown in the country area not i don't know if anyone here grew up in the city but yeah it was a fun experience because it's quiet fresh plenty of trees so yeah okay well i suppose um this is a wrap that was our last question for this trivia so um i don't know if our audience learned a bit of aussie I still have this dictionary here if ever you need to know a few um, words. But I think that's the end of our live stream. Um, it's it's really, really interesting to share um, the Australian con experience. As most of us, you've, you've um, learned that most of us moved here at a later time. Most of us, uh, some of us grew up here. And... Um, it's nice to hear everyone's um, experience in conventions and how you started cosplaying and your friends and your life back in the Philippines. So um, I hope um, even with COVID, um, you still keep in touch with your um, loved ones back there. I'm sure you do every day, every day, every night. Me, I would talk to my cousins, yeah. And every now and then I would go to Google and say... Um, is Philippines safe to go to now? <laughs> you know, sometimes when I'm bored, I would just, <laughs> I would just do that. Like, yeah. So um, yeah. Um, I would like to thank all the guests for sharing their um, experience here in Australia, and and in their convention experience both here and in the Philippines. So, does anyone would like to um would like to say anything to our um audience? Anyone? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I just want to say, yeah, yeah. Uh, thank you for watching. Yeah. Um, 
again, when COVID is done, we'll fly, we'll, most, some of us will be flying there to attend conventions, to meet loved ones. And yeah, um, I hope you, you enjoyed this live stream and I hope you learned a lot about Australian words, I suppose, and um, our experiences here. So um, yeah, a big shout out to our guests, Saya, Blutala, JQ, Nikes, and Mari Usagi. Thank you very much for joining. And um, um, anyone here attending Oz Comic Con, by the way, before we end the Hell live stream? yeah. Okay, we've got... I'm coming, baby. Saya, Blutala, Janine, are you? Yes. No, I'm out, I'm out of Sydney. I have to do family things. Oh. How about Mari? How about Mari? No, I'm not coming to Oz Comic Con. Uh, When's that? This weekend? Um, this weekend, this, yes. This weekend. Oh, well, that's all right then. Um, well, um, I'll be cosplaying as Albedo from Genshin Impact on day one. <laughs> and I'll be cosplaying Langa Hasegawa for day two, um, Skate the Infinity. So I don't know if you want to share yours or you want to keep it a secret until the day. So it's up to you. Uh, I, can sh I can share mine. Okay, go for um... it. <laughs> On day one, I'm going as Mona Magistus, and on yes. day two, I'm going as Kadehara Kazuha. Yeah, so, Genshin. Uh, Genshin. How about um, uh, Saya? What will you be? Do you want to share yours or? Uh, yeah, sure. I think day one, I'm going as Dona Beneviento from Resident Evil. It's either that oh, or okay. I don't. I'm not sure. But like day two, Miyachinen, of course, because yes. I'm going with you. Yay. Yeah. Well, she. Well, well, if she got me into skateboarding, I got her into Skate Infinity. <laughs> <laughs> so, it's yeah. all boy love. It's all connected. So, uh, yeah. I thought it was going to be all about skateboard, but then it turned out to be boy love stuff. <laughs> You're welcome, Saya. You're welcome. How about Nikes? Do you want to share yours or do you want to keep it a secret? No, I'll share. Um, I'm going as uh, Raiden Shogun on Saturday. And then um, I'm, I'm going to play it by ear about Sunday. Maybe if I am going, I'm just going to cosplay. Uh, I'll go as Yaemiko on that day. Sorry. Um, yes. Sorry. sorry. Raiden, Raiden, that's all. That's all. Raiden, that's enough. That's enough to convince <laughs> you to go there. <laughs> that's it. You sold me at Raiden. I wasted no Prima Gem trying to get Raiden. I, I got her. She's one of my mains now, so Nice. Good. Good. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, um, there is a Genshin, just letting you know, anyone who's cosplaying as Genshin, there is a group, there's a Genshin meetup uh, at Oz Comic Con on one thirty. It I, oh. I didn't I didn't organize it, someone else did. Oh. But if you want to join for some photos, just say hello, go for it. You're welcome to join. Nice, okay, I'll go, I'll see you guys there. Okay, yes. so okay. once again to the audience, both in Australia and the Philippines, thank you very much for joining us tonight. I hope you learned a lot about Filipino-Australian um, life and cosplaying and anyone attending Oz Comic Con, Sydney 2021, next uh, this coming weekend. We'll see you there. This has been Nixter, and thank you very much for watching Pinoy Cosplay Podcast. Have a good night, and goodbye.